Alright, what's up everybody? Welcome to the podcast this week. My name is Brian Knight. It's exciting that you guys are with me. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a good thing to, to talk about faith and talk about barbells and talk about life. Um, God is good, you know. He's so good. And I'm just very happy that, very happy that um, you guys are tuned in and, and um, and and with me this week, you know it's uh it's December fourteenth and and the Christmas time is is um it's coming up pretty quick, man. Only two weeks or so. Two weeks and Santa will be on his way. <laughs> um, first year I'm actually dressing up as Santa. <gasps> how can you, how how are you doing that brother <laughs> it's it's exciting it's a good time the kids love it the kids like to to um to hope for gifts and and they they know santa uh, loves them and and he's just a fun character and it's gonna be great so i'm ready <laughs> i'm ready it's gonna be at our gym this year uh, man i've been doing the dark orchestra uh weightlifting program the last gosh solid about six weeks no mate less than that five weeks four or five weeks maybe four i don't know the exact number sorry and when it is it is tearing me up i'm getting stronger i know i am but i'm getting stronger and uh but man it's um you really got to adjust i'm liking it heavy stuff in the normal the normal training is 85 80 85 percent all and above all the time it's really good it's real good and i'm loving it john north and jared enderton um, they're the ones who are who are taking taking that by the the, the horns and, and running with it and so it's good um i wanted to talk this week about healing and there's some in the in the body of Christ in the church there are some <clears throat> there are some people who who believe that healing is not always for them and, and what i mean by that is that he, you know that Jesus that God doesn't heal all but that sometimes sickness and disease are on people because God has a plan. He's got that in the plan that they get sick. Or he put sickness on them. Or they got sick because of something God wanted to do through and with them. I 100% say God is not the... He does not give sickness and disease. God is not the one... Who takes sickness and lays it on a fella or a lady. He is not the one who causes someone to get cancer. Or causes someone to have heart failure. Or causes someone to have lung failure. Or blood disease. He is not in the disease giving world. He is in the healing world. What does the psalm say? He sent his word. 
And it heals them. Right? All throughout the New Testament, and we'll look at a few scriptures, Jesus healed all. He came up on a multitude and healed all that were oppressed of the devil. Acts 10.35 God healed all who were oppressed of the devil. Jesus did not lay his life down and take the abuse and the sacrifice of sin, sickness, and disease so that God could turn around and push it onto someone else. Now, pay close attention here because this is I'm passionate about this. Of course, God uses situations. He'll use the, the sickness and disease at the time that you're at. And he'll show you things. He'll teach you things. You'll walk through things. But he is in no place at all the giver of sickness. He is the healer. He is the one who heals. Matthew um, 12. Let's look at it real quick. Verse 14. Verse, um, verse 13. And he said unto the man, Stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, and he was restored. Then the Pharisees went out and plotted against him how they might destroy him. And Jesus knew it, and he withdrew from there. And great multitudes followed him. And he healed them all. Now if Jesus, if God, excuse me, put sickness and disease on a few of those people, or even most of them, why would Jesus turn around and heal them? Heal them all. Knowing God was trying to teach them or send them through a thing because he, he put sickness on them to teach them a lesson. Folks, that is not God's operation. He doesn't have to put sickness and disease on someone to teach them something. Besides, how would Jesus know? That would be God working against God. Jesus going against the Holy, the, the, uh, the Most High. And that doesn't happen. I'll tell you right now. Let me tell you again. That doesn't happen. Praise God. They are one. Jesus said, I only do what the Father sends me to do. I only say what the Father tells me to say. Praise God. That's the way you ought to be. Jesus heals them all. That's good. 
just yeah, go down a few, a few more pages. Matthew 15, verse 30. <clears throat> Jesus departed from there, skirted the Sea of Galilee, and went up on the mountain and sat down. Then great multitudes came to him. Great multitudes, having with them the lame and the blind and the mute and the maimed and many others. And they laid them down at, at Jesus' feet, and he healed them. He healed them. How did he know who God was stricken with sickness? Folks, he did know that God doesn't do that. It is the enemy who comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Right? He gives us life. Not death. Sickness and disease are death. You remember the scripture that says, For the law... Of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Has made me free from the law of sin and death. What brought death? Sin. Sin brought death. There's no two ways around it. There's no two ways around it. Matthew 13, flip back one more time. Um, verse 11, let's start there. Uh, verse 12. And the disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? And he answered and said, Because it, it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them it has not been given. For whosoever has to him more will be given, and, and, will, and he will have abundance. But whosoever does not, even what he has will be taken from him. That's a good one. I'm not gonna, I'm, I'll, I'll just go forward. Therefore I speak to them in parables because seeing they do not see. Now listen. How do, how do you get healed? It's right here. First you got to know that healing is for you. No matter what, it's spiritual healing. It could be physical healing. Maybe financial healing, healing of relationships. Listen. He says, Therefore I speak to them in parables, because they don't they do not see, and hearing they do not hear. And they do not understand. And in them the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled. Hearing you will hear and will not understand. Seeing you will see and you will not perceive. For the heart of this people have grown dull. Their eyes, I mean, excuse me, their ears are hard of hearing. Their eyes, they have closed. Now, that, that's a pretty cold person. That's, that's a tough person. Their, their ears, they, they can't hear, they can't see correctly. And their eye, their their uh, their eyes have shut. And that's not talking physically necessarily. That's talking about what they perceive. They've shut down. 
They no longer have faith. And I'm not saying, you know, people get die of sickness and disease because their lack of faith or whatever. I mean, in some cases, sure. In some cases, maybe not. We don't know all the, the situations. But the, the Jesus clearly says, Lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn, so that I should heal them. He says, you have to see with your eyes and hear with your ears and understand in your heart and turn towards the Lord. There's no other way other than a miracle of God, other than Him coming down and and and, and deciding. It's a, you know, it's a, it's you have to believe first that Jesus is right. He is the healer, and praise God, He wants to heal in every area, financial, physical, spiritual, you name it. God is still working on the apostle, the apostles dispensation or whatever. I mean, God did he he did not just stop the working of the spirit of God. He did not just say, "Oh, the apostles all died. It's now it's time that no more miracles, no more healings, no more no more gifts of the spirit will no longer will lo, will no more go forward." No. That stuff is still operating today, but you have to have faith that that stuff is still operating. I mean, you can't just walk around believing that oh, uh, oh, that's off. That's all over now. That's the apostles' uh, dispensation and their power and their authority is no longer there. God, I mean, that's not God's. He doesn't just stop His love. Remember, it says, "For God so loved the world that He gave." Right when Jesus, when He gave, that means He gave for all. Forever, eternity. You have a choice. Great. You're not some automaton. You're not some drone, some robot out there following the instructions of the Creator. Only if you choose. Remember Deuteronomy? He lays he lays it down. He's Deuteronomy 30. He says, Look, before today I lay before you blessing life, cursing or death. You choose life. That all you and your kin and your seed will live prosperously. He tells us right there. We can choose life. We don't have to live in the death. And it's in its grips. In the grips of sickness. In the grips of poverty. In the grips of fear and hate. And we've been healed from that if we accept it. Oh, Luke 4 spells it out beautifully. It says... Um, it says that he came to set the captives free, to bind the broken hearts, to heal the wounds, and to proclaim the the uh, the year acceptable year of the Lord or the year of jubilee, the year where everything is returned back to you. And praise God, claim that. That is your spiritual and your physical and your financial and your relationship, your marriage. Your mental, everything you need can be healed. Remember, he took them out of Egypt. Healed. 
Not one. Over a million people. Praise God. Over a million people. Not one. Sick. Deuteronomy 28. Let's look at it real quick. Real quick. Because, you know, if, if Jesus, did he, did he not bless us with all spiritual blessings in Christ Jesus? I believe he did. He has brought the blessing. The blessing, praise God. Hold on. Let me get there. Deuteronomy 28, verse 1. Now, therefore, come to pass. It shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to obey carefully his commandments, which I command you this day. And that you that you love the Lord your God with all that. And he will set you on high that. And I command you this day that the Lord your God will set you on high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Because you've obeyed the voice of the Lord your God. Verse 15. Now all these these verses, verse 1 through 14, are the blessing. Nothing in there about sickness and disease. It's all the good things. You'll be a, you'll be a giver, not a taker. You'll, you'll be blessed in the city and blessed in the field. Your baskets will be full. Right? You'll live a long life. Your enemies will rise up, but they'll flee seven ways. Praise God. That's a blessing. Verse 15. But it shall come to pass if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God and observe carefully all of his commandments and his statutes, which I command today, that all these curses will come upon, come upon you. Cursed you will be in the city, and cursed you will be in the field. Cursed will be your basket and your kneading bowl. Curse shall be the fruit of your body. The fruit of your body. That could that's your that's your physical body, that's your kids, that's your mouth, that's your words. And the produce, produce of your land, and the increase of your cattle, and the offspring of your flocks, cursed shall you be when you go in and when you come out, and the Lord will send on you cursings, confusion and rebuke in all that you set your hand to. Now, if you read the, the Hebrew here, it's, it doesn't necessarily say God is putting it on you. It's saying that the curse out there brought by sin from Adam will come up on you. And that's exactly right. Death came by sin, Romans 5. And much more came the grace of God. It's a brilliant plan. It's a brilliant plan. And Jesus sacrificed himself so that you and me don't have to live sick and dying. Don't have to live a poverty-stricken life. But praise God, we can live a full life, a life of a overflowing. Psalms 23 says that the cup runneth over. Goodness and mercy follows me all the days of my life. God is a God of good. 
He is a good God. He's a good God. One more scripture, Mark 10. Turn there. God is a good God. If you want, if you need healing, you could get it today. It's available through the covenant of Jesus. Mark 10. I'll start in uh, verse 46. <clears throat> now there came to Jericho, as went out as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, a, the son of Timaeus, sat at the road begging. So there was this man on the road begging. And he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth. And he cried out, Oh, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And sometimes you got to cry out. Sometimes you got to cry out. Sometimes when you are done being sick, when you're done being poor, when you're done being broke, when you're done being lazy, when you're done being fed up with how you feel, how you are, how you're acting, sometimes you got to cry out, Oh, son of David, have mercy on me. That's exactly what this man did. And then many warned Blind Bartimaeus. But he cried out all the more. Is that not a beautiful statement or what? So get this picture. This man is sitting there, broke down, crippled, begging. And he's heard of the works of Jesus. He see, he's had he had his faith is getting built up. His faith is getting built up listening to the glorious things that Jesus is doing and saying the word is traveling and you know it did just like we when we think say things our travel word spreads you know and this man was listening Faith was rising up and all of a sudden Jesus of Nazareth was passing by. Guess what? His faith rose up to the point. His expectancy, his excitement rose up in him. Oh man. It rose up and he started saying out of nowhere, out of turn, out of turn. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And then you have some guys in there um, telling him to be quiet. Stop that. That's not, that's not your place. You're not supposed to be saying that kind of stuff. <laughs> You're not supposed to be believing that. You hear me? Don't be saying that faith stuff. Hush it up. And praise God, he, he did not listen to them. He didn't listen to the voice of reason. He didn't listen to the voice of negative that was the enemy talking to him, telling him to shut it up. But it says he cried out the more. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. 
So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they began, they called the blind man. Yeah, what did I say, crippled? Blind man. Jesus said, be of good cheer, rise. He is calling you. That's what they told the man. Come on. Come on, he's calling you. Let's go now. You got it. You, you done got his attention. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want me to do? Well, clearly, he, Jesus knew that. But he offered the man a chance to call out in faith what he was expecting. The blind man said, Rabboni, or Rabbi, that I may receive my sight, that you would heal me and I can see. And Jesus said, go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the way. <laughs> Praise God. Look, it's there. Healing is there. Sometimes you got to let it all out. Sometimes you got to do a little thing that's not normal. Sometimes you got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired of dealing with the same problem, dealing with the, the same situation because we're settling. But inside you, there's a lion. Inside you, there's a bear. And when God birthed in you a new spirit, he created something powerful. Right? He created a son of God, a daughter of the Most High. And part of that covenant that you have as a believer, part of that agreement says you can be whole. And I pray today that you get hold of it. Healing is for you. Healing is for everyone. Especially for a covenant believer in Jesus. It's there. And why I say that is, that's part of our, our covenant. That's part of the agreement that we have. A blood-bought covenant of healing. Now why I've said this over and over again is I want you to get it inside you. That the healing that you need is possible. It's already given to us. But we have to reach hold and grab it. And sometimes we have to call out even more. Jesus, have mercy on me. Lord God, I pray. I thank you. I receive healing now. I receive and walk in it. Walk as you're healed. Stand up. Jump around. Because he's made you whole. I hope you got that. I hope you got it. Because I pray that, look, Ephesians 6 says, when you've done all to stand, stand therefore. Put on the full armor. Stand against the enemy. Right? Don't give in. Even if you go out and you if, if you die from some disease, I'd rather go out in faith shouting, Amen, I'm healed, praise God. Jesus has set me free. Than, than go out saying, Oh, poor me. I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't make it. No. <laughs> but that's me. That's what, that's what God has done inside me. He has redeemed my life. And I, I, I want to walk out everything he's given me. 
and that that it is available to you, anyone in the sound of my voice, you can receive that today. And don't let anybody take you, take that away from you. If you give in and start believing, you know, I'm just stuck with this diabetes. I'm just, I'm just stuck with this and I, I just, yeah, my mama had it, my grandmama had it, my grandmama's mama had it, my mama's grandmama's mama had it. I got it. If you stuck, if you live that way and you think that way, there ain't no telling that when, when, what's your time? But when you start reading scripture, the one thing that will change everything in your life, start looking at the miracles of Jesus. Start looking at the book of Acts and where Peter and Paul, Barnabas, and they went out and they laid hands on people and the, the walls shook. The covenant of God was real in the world. And that's where it is. And you can lay hands on the sick. You can walk around proclaiming the faith of the gospel of Jesus. And things happen. So I pray today. You know, if you if you need healing, lift your hand now and I'll pray with you. And believe. Father, say, I believe Jesus died for my sickness and disease. He was wounded for my transgressions. Bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my, of his, of my peace was upon him. And by his stripes I am healed now. And I pray you receive that. Just believe it. I re- say I receive it in Jesus' name right now. And I walk in it. Well, amen. I know this is this is not a normal normal podcast, but I've been having this stirring up in my spirit about you know healing. And I, and I you know every week I listen to I listen to um, some teachings and I, I sit I sit and study and. Um, and a lot of times I dig into some subjects like that, and I just had this this burning uh, this this desire to talk about healing and how God is He is the healer, and He is He is not holding back, and He has given us the authority to receive it. And um, I'm already thirty minutes in, and so I got to shut it down. But praise God, He is the healer. And uh, maybe I'll do a part two. And anyway, it's exciting, man. It's it's wonderful, all through Scripture, from the from the Old Testament through the New Testament. I mean, the healing is available if you receive it, right? I mean, that's kind of like predestination. People say, "Oh, well, once you believe, you know, some people are just prone to believe because they're predestined, and some people are pro- are not. They're predestined not to believe. That's fooey." Anyone who calls on the name of the Lord, anyone who hears the word and sees and hears and understands will be converted and saved and healed. So that just like that, just like salvation has come upon all, Ephesians chapter 3, and unto all, no it's 2, Ephesians 2. So has healing in the covenant of Jesus. Look at Hebrews chapter 1. God made a covenant, a blood covenant with Jesus. 
And in that is your healing. Call it out. Get before the Lord today and tell him. Say, Lord, I remind you of your covenant like like David. I remind you of the word that says, I am, I am the redeemed of the Lord. And whatever I say is so. And I, I, I am healed. Diabetes, I curse you out of my body. Pancreas, you begin to function correctly in Jesus' name. Or whatever it is. Liver disease, heart disease, you need blood transfusion, whatever it is. Call it out right now and receive your healing. I love you guys. I love you. Write to me, Twitter, or send me an email. It's exciting stuff, this um, this healing stuff. Because you can get out of your situation when you call upon the name of the Lord. Amen. Well, God bless you.